Okay, Christine, um, we start the show now in a different way. Maybe since you've been here, I say start the party, Dan, and you get to tell me how to say it. Whoa, I haven't been able to do this. Yeah, so this is your first time. Huh. Okay. Um, how about you are in respect to or deference to Bridgerton? Do you know Bridgerton? No. Well, I know of it, but. Maybe you could. So what does that mean? Like, is he like, like a lord? A, he's a lord. Yeah. Um, and he he's like, maybe you could speak to Dan like he's your love interest in like a oh. Regency romance novel. Oh, okay. wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I like that. Okay. So speak to Dan normally. <laughs> <laughs> that's how i'm always talking to dan people are like that's when when people talk about our show they're always like i love the sort of regency romance novel i that, feel like uh, i'm back vibe. in 1835 yeah. oh my god it's so cool um okay <clears throat> start the party dan is that good or do you want me to be more like english i would say maybe a little bit more english because it's okay. regency england got it start the party dan Oh no, you got upset online. Looks like you're having a real bad time. Should've just ignored what I said. But now I've got proof that you read it. And for me, that's all I need. What I live for is the air that I breathe. Cause I'm rude of me, and I'm not sorry. Welcome everybody to the block party! That's Jesus really good. Christ. That, that was good? really yeah. good. I that turned on a little bit. I yeah, think. the room that was got good. steamy. Yeah. Thank you, thank yeah. you. I've got look. I could tell Christine immediately broke out into a huge smile, yeah. so I could tell <laughs> instantly I was getting people going. You know, getting the people going, which is nice. Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Block Party. This is episode number one hundred and seventy-eight. I'm John. I'm Stefan. And uh, with us, we have a great guest this week, a third time returner to the show. Uh, we're thrilled to have her, an improv comedian. Christine Bordelin is here. Hi, Christine. Hello. Thanks for having me on the show again. Oh, thank you for being here. As you can maybe hear from Stefan's voice, Stefan is uh, out of town. He's still he's still away on family business. So he is uh, he's calling in. And uh, that's right. Yeah. So it's a bit of a weird. Christine is in studio with me. Mm-hmm. Stefan is calling in. Um, how is it feeling like so far, Stefan? It's weird. I know I'm on the the big TV as well. You are on the big TV. Yep. <laughs> so I'm I'm thinking about that. Uh, I I don't have the audio <laughs> monitoring going. Um, I just have my. You know what? I think I have. Well, okay. I have the the noise canceling on in my AirPods right now. But I feel like if I if I hold the the side of the AirPod to turn off the noise canceling, it might turn off my AirPods altogether, uh, and like disconnect me like in my audio from from recording. So. I mean, should I try that? Because I'm a little discombobulated because of the the um, the noise canceling right now. Sure, try it you out. You should be fine. Yeah, yeah. Do whatever you want. Okay. Yeah, All who right. cares? Okay. All right. And then, oh, yeah. Okay. Wait, yeah, that's that's way better. I think. Okay. Now okay. I can hear my, I can hear myself. I couldn't hear myself before. So. Oh yeah, no, you're good. Um, yeah, Stefan's on a spotty connection too. This is like the old days of Block Party, where yes. Stefan will his audio will be cutting out <laughs> and he will you know, barely be a part of the conversation. And that's the content people have come to know and love <laughs> from block party. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, can I, can I start off the show in maybe a weird way this week? 
Um, I just okay. saw, I was, okay. I was out this morning to get a, a morning smoothie and, uh, this woman walked into the smoothie place and I think I'm, I don't think I know I saw my first ever BBL in person. That's the, uh, the Brazilian, Brazilian butt, lift. butt lift. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Guaranteed. The big, the big fake ass, the big fake ass. Yeah. She was wearing like leggings and it was like, you know how sometimes with, um, with like fake breasts, you can almost see sort of like the implants moving inside that, you know, yeah, it was like, it was like, it was like that. Christine agreed with me. Okay. What you guys that's not an, yeah, that's not ab, that's not an abstract concept, but in any case, I could see the like butt implant, like moving in her butt as she was walking. Oh, and then like, the bottom. Yes, exactly. The, it looked a bit strange. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm. Thank you, Christine. I'm glad someone You're understands welcome. me on this show because <laughs> I felt like I was making perfect sense. And <laughs> Stefan and Dan looked at me like I was insane. So, oh, it's uh, the connection. Okay, well, you can't use that excuse like five minutes into the show. I'm going to be in big trouble if that's what we have to do this entire time. (laughs) No, but yeah, exactly. It's like it's the same thing with breast implants. You can see like where the I guess like what I don't know the lack of a better word. It's too sharp of a curve at the bottom. Yes, that's exactly what was happening with this butt. It was just like sticks out. It, It sticks out very far, right? Yeah, like it was just, it was weird because I'm sure I've seen BBLs in life somewhere. Maybe Mm -hmm. it, you know. Is this, this is the first, uh, like bad BBL you've seen? I guess, because it was like, it was the first time where I saw it and I was positive that's what I was looking at. Like Mm -hmm. it was like, it, it, it drew me in. It was like, okay, this is definitely, uh, you know, that's what I like. It wasn't a like, oh, I'm going to check out this girl's butt. It was literally like it just you couldn't miss it. You know what I mean? Do, do you remember the the guy in uh, I think it was in Florida, the doctor who was injecting concrete into people? What? No. Do you remember that? No. It was like a some sort of weird concrete mixture. And, it, and I think a bunch of people died uh, from getting into like their illegal. Butts? Yeah. BBLs, but with like concrete and stuff. I'm pretty sure I. Oh, fuck, I Whoa. Talk about a hard ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's good christine Yikes. that was really good mm-hmm. i agree like is that because it was cheaper like did the did the patients uh, know like was he trying to say like hey i've got this brand new i assume it was also it was like cheaper but it was um oh my god uh cement mineral oil bathroom caulking and fix a flat tire <gasps> sealant so yeah, it's going into people's uh, asses. So, um, but enough yeah. about your Saturday night. <laughs> well, what did I do on Saturday? I feel like I've been eating so many. Uh, I didn't do that. I've been eating so many cheese curds out here because we don't get we don't get good cheese curds back in uh, in BC at all. And John, you know that obviously. Um, yeah, yeah. But we went we went to like uh, like the Mennonite farmers market or whatever. Oh, um, wow. whoa! And it's just like, oh my god, the food is so good. Uh, just yeah i bought uh i bought four huge bags of of like cheese curds of like different flavors even like we don't even have like regular you know non-flavored one of the flavor they're they're cheddar or whatever but we don't have regular cheese curds in vancouver i feel like do we i haven't seen them anywhere john i'm asking you a question yeah, I know. It's a connection. Though. I can hear you. Okay. It didn't sound like you're asking me a question, though. It sounded like you were just doing your own thing. Um, I kind of yeah. was, but yeah. Okay. This is what all of our guests feel like all the time. This is hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Isn't no. there one brand in town, Squeakers? Squeakers, or yeah. You can get them at like Whole Foods and stuff, where it's like, okay. uh, yeah, they just come in like a little bag. They're too expensive. They're made mm. by like by a bigger cheese company. Like I don't know if it's like, um, um, right. fuck, what Saputo or something like. That. I think it's one of the. It's like one of the bigger cheese companies makes them. It's not. Yeah, certainly nothing like the Ontario Mennonite communities that, uh, you know, would be making them fresh. And like, what are the flavors that you were getting? Like you said, you had four different ones. What? what yeah. What were so they? just like the regular, like the cheddar or whatever, like the orange one. Uh, and then garlic, then garlic and oh. dill. Oh. And then uh, jalapeno. Oh. Uh, very, very good. Yeah. And are you, are you making like poutine or are you just eating them straight up? Are you frying them? What are you doing? I I didn't even think about, uh, I guess that that's what you put in poutine, but, um, and I didn't think about frying them either. I didn't know that was a possibility, but we're just eating them straight up. We've been making kind of like, cause we're just like hanging out with family every night. So we're making like charcuterie boards and stuff. Um, and we've got like, uh, like summer sausage and like, man, like I'm, Mm. I'm really blocked up. <laughs> I was usually for you. It's the op- it's the opposite, though. You eat too much cheese, and you get and things start to get moving. Yeah, it's sort of like a vacation for my ass. It's great. <laughs> Can you I mean, it's going to cheese be on a plane. It's going to be very bad. And in, in like, oh, like, am I going to shit on the plane? Oh, we'll see. Maybe. Oh. Um, <laughs> She's not is that what you asked? If, if, I, if I'm going to shit? No. She- <laughs> She said, are you going to bring cheese on the plane? Can, Can you? you bring cheese on the plane? Is it illegal? Uh, that's a good question. Because you can bring like snacks and stuff, right? But yeah, I it, think you can bring cheese on the plane. You, yeah. I think you can. I wonder, probably not going into the US, I'm guessing. Maybe there's some some issues there. But I think within Canada, it's probably fine. So um, I feel like you yeah, can bring cheese I mean, into I, the States too. It's not like fruit. It's not like you're going to take over the cheese crop in the, in the U S I'm going to go feed their <laughs> yeah, cows this cheese uh, and it's going to fuck up their whole situation. I mean, our, our cheese is milk? really good up here. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, you not, bring, yeah, okay. see, it is. You're right. Because milk immediately feels to me like, no, you can't. Yeah. But cheese doesn't feel Ont- like that. Mm-hmm. Ontario is so, it so, People on, on like the Twitch stream and stuff, they're always like, oh, oh, like, well, Jesse, Jesse knows this, but he'll always say like, oh, you guys drink bagged milk or whatever. Right. But like, mm-hmm. that's not a BC thing. Um, mm-hmm. So going into the grocery store here and seeing the bags of milk is just like so surreal. It's very weird. Uh, and it's also like it was like Easter weekend. So they had a bunch of like Easter candy and stuff out. And I mean, maybe this is a common brand of, uh, of chocolate bunny. But there was a whole shelf full of uh, chocolate bunnies called Mister Solid. Because, um, like, <laughs> I guess it's like it's like solid. It's not like one of those bullshit like hollow ones, right? You know what I mean? It's like a fully mm-hmm. solid chocolate bunny. Um, but I kind of want that to be my nickname now. <laughs> Sounds like a wrestler. Yeah, Mister Solid. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> and like I, I think I've been Mister Liquid for however many years now um, <laughs> but i think with the with all the cheese that i've been eating and everything you know and remember when uh i i got like really sick from eating a bunch of cheese like yeah that's what i was saying i felt like i was worried for you that that's what was going to happen maybe because this is like better quality cheese or something it's okay yeah like i i think i probably took so i'm pretty sure what happened when i got sick was that i ate like uh like 10 thick slices of like the the Safeway discount cheddar 
where it's got like the it's it says like oh like six dollars a brick or whatever on it you know oh yeah um, so i think it was yeah it wasn't so much that it was like cheese or dairy or anything it was that it was just like a very low quality food product that i, I got at the store but like like authentic cheese curds maybe that's fine so i'm gonna i mean i'm gonna keep eating them you know i'm gonna keep going but i uh i am really um i like i said before i am i legitimately am blocked up you know it's not uh it's not good. Or is it? <laughs> Hello? We're here. We're just letting you cook. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. Yeah, you can let I me I think cook. we were That's both okay. sort of like, yeah, man. Like, I don't know. Really, my first thought was to be like, yeah, I don't know. I think you'll probably be all right, man. Like, <laughs> like uh, yeah. You're Maybe bl- being blocked yeah. up when you're about to go on a big plane ride is actually good because then you'll never have to use the bathroom. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I don't like shitting on, I mean, I, I'm saying that like people like shitting on planes. I don't like <laughs> shitting on planes, but yeah. Um, Controversial take. I, I don't, I love to sit down planes. in there. I five, I'm love shitting on planes. I'm, I'm well, always in the bathroom. I save it up. I'm like, let's get this fucking shit I, out here. <laughs> <laughs> I do like, I do like flushing the airplane toilet. It's very loud. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I feel like dogs would be really scared of that. If you put, took a dog in there, the dog would just freak the fuck out. <laughs> that was a, a, coincidentally my two favorite things to do on a plane: shit well, on the plane and bring my dog in with me. No, I'm only I'm only thinking about that because um, you know my my family. There's there's a couple of dogs that we've been hanging out with. Uh, not just they're not just like off the street. They're like owned <laughs> you by made that sound like they're like a dog gang. I know uh, we've been hanging out with the dogs on the street corner and. Uh, no, but uh, we've been hanging. They're very cute. They're uh, so there's Luna. I think you've I posted some pictures on Instagram, but um, yeah, w- one of them uh, is Luna, and she likes to sit up on uh, on top of the couch cushions and look out the window, which is very right. cute. And then the other very one is cute. named Cuba, and he's like a golden retriever or golden lab, uh, and he's like so. I, I, originally, he was supposed to be a guide dog, but he like failed guide dog school (laughs) so he's just like he's he's a little slow uh but it's so cute it's so funny um apparently the first time they went up to the cottage they took cuba down to like the water and cuba just started walking into the water like on and he was like underwater didn't like realize it So, but the reason I was, I was thinking about a dog being scared of a, of a airplane bathroom is because I found out yesterday that Cuba is scared of, uh, the ice maker in my cousin's fridge. Um, he's fine with like fireworks. He's fine with thunder apparently. Um, but he's terrified of the ice maker to the point where my cousin's husband has to stand in front of the fridge, um, <laughs> when Cuba like goes in to get his food and like, and then leaves again. Cause he's so scared and he'll just like run past. He's so scared of the fridge. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Wish I that, I wish that I, were me at midnight. <laughs> I'm always eating you, midnight snacks. You need to cut down on the snacks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'd be so great if I was scared of the fridge, you know. Pop a time you lock look, on you there. Look good. Yeah. You, you look trim. You look you look good. I don't know. I'm not trim right now. I'm not trim right now. But thank you for saying so. I <clears throat> we got to the turn of the new year, and I was like, okay, time to get in shape for my wedding. And now my wedding is in a month, <laughs> and uh, here we are. <laughs> I have lost a little bit of weight, but it's not as much as I was going to thought I was going to lose. So you know. Right. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I have like that pull-up bar uh, hanging in the, the door of my bathroom yeah. at home. And when I first got it, I was using it every day. Uh, and and then I was like, oh, this, uh, this kind of sucks to do. <laughs> <laughs> and so I don't think I've, I haven't used it for a while. So yeah. now it's just like there. Yeah, it I mean, we have like the, shit. We have the but... Peloton. I mean, I'm all, I, I yeah. use it quite a bit. But yeah, I got COVID and then, you know, and then that was just like, three weeks where I just decided I wasn't exercising. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, you know, it's going pretty good. Like Christine, are you, do you have a workout routine? Are you in the zone or I walk a lot? Okay. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I, but I, I'd like to do more. I started doing yoga, but then I got a flu. Then I got COVID like so, right after. So yeah. I lost that, but I'd like to do, I'd like to be in shape. I would too. I feel like they Yo- say walking is like walking's really good for you because I walk everywhere mm-hmm. as well. And like, but I also don't know if that's just like a really lazy guy who said that and everyone was like, totally. oh yeah, walking. But I like, cause it doesn't seem like it's like really easy to do, you know, I just like walk down yeah. to the store or whatever. And then I'm like, oh, I, I guess I exercise today technically. Right? Yeah. It doesn't feel like it though. No, all. it's just nice. I think for it me, is. like having played a sport at a high level for a long time, walking doesn't feel like exercise. <laughs> like, I'm just like, this is not, I didn't, this is nothing. What, a, you know, even though I am in the type of shape now where I can get winded walking, <laughs> but I'm like, this is not, I mean, this is not, hey, they, me that could anyway. just be long COVID. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what I I'm think we, we talked about it, I think, but when we were playing basketball at your bachelor party. Oh my God. Um, I thought Dan was going to die. Well, I thought I was going to die also. Like, cause I hadn't really, I haven't like played a sport in like, since I like hurt my knee. Right. right. So, yeah. uh, it was just like, I, I, I think I ran with the ball, like I maybe two minutes or something. Yeah. And it was the just game, like, the I total game it. lasted about five minutes. That was about <laughs> yeah. how long And Pat was really like dialed in. My buddy Pat was like, yep, yeah, we're let's play some two on two. And then, you know, people were eager to play. And then, yeah, I would say it was maybe seven minutes at the max. <laughs> and then everyone yeah. was like, all right, let's go back. Just, just to be clear. I was not eager to play <laughs> <laughs> and was forced into it. Against my will. And you, then what happened happened. What a well, good friend to do it anyway. I agree. I mean, what I would say is I was impressed, Dan, you know, you've talked on this show a lot about how you, you know, you don't exercise or even like leave your house generally. <laughs> and so I was impressed that you didn't like for me, I know if it's been a little while or like my softball season's about to start. So I know like the first couple softball games, I'll probably try and take it easy, sort of ease into it a little bit. You did not do that. I mean, I have to give you credit. You immediately <laughs> yeah. were sprinting around the court. You were doing the best you could. Well, he, was, he was holding his drink still. Well, that, he started out holding his drink. Then once yeah. he stopped, that was actually, you should have kept holding your drink. Because I think that was almost like a governor. You're like, well, I got a drink in one hand. How hard am I really going to play? That was the idea. Yeah. <laughs> but then you put the drink down and then you started sprinting. And then it got and then it got a little bit hectic. I was trying to play basketball like I did the last time I played basketball, which right. was like 15 well, years ago. <laughs> yeah, that definitely happens for sure. You definitely are like, oh, I, I'm good at this. I am good because I was good when I was 12. So I must be good now. That's definitely true. Yeah. yeah. Let me uh, let me ask you guys a question. I just I just finished drinking a glass of orange juice. Do you guys Congrats. consider orange juice to be like? A, thank you. Do you consider orange juice to be like a like a, I'm out of town or I'm on vacation kind of drink? Because I never drink it's it. It's fancy at home. for but, sure. 
but it's like a, it's like a hotel drink or like you're an Airbnb, you go to the grocery store, you're like, Oh, I'll get some orange juice for the week. Like that sort of thing. Is that, am I right about that? Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. John, I, can't remember I feel the like last John maybe my home. Well, I'm it's just sorry. It's really good. I can't remember the last time I have it in my home. Yeah. I don't, well, we, Becca likes it in her smoothies, so we always have it in the house, mm. but I don't, yeah, it, it, for me, it's mostly a going out for breakfast. Like if I go out for breakfast, love to have a glass of orange juice with breakfast, but like normally never, but I am also that pathetic type of guy that, um, if I start to feel like a little bit sick, I'm like, I'll have a glass of orange juice and I'll be fine. <laughs> You know, yeah. like, oh, that's got so much vitamin C in there. I'll be, I just have a glass of that. I'm ready to rock. So Becca always has it in the fridge for her smoothies. So that'll be, I'll just, you know, dip into that supply and then I'm ready to go. I have apple juice at home right now, which I f- feel very bougie about because I never have juice at home. Yeah, I don't have juice either. And it's great. It's so convenient and refreshing. <laughs> I'm trying to ha- take L-glutamine. For my stomach, it's like what this powder. I don't know. Some powder that's supposed to help your stomach. <laughs> you might like it, Stefan. <laughs> that could be good for me. Yeah. Stefan's like, on the Athletic it... Greens. He's doing the, uh, you know, they're a, they're a sponsor oh, of the show. Yeah. So he's been cool. doing the Athletic Greens. Yeah. Well, I have. Yeah. I'm a every, super... every day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You brought it with you to Ontario and everything. Of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I love it. It's I, I take it all the time. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think I'm a bit of like a super smeller, super taster. Oh, me too. Which sucks. It does suck. So I I, the, I can taste the L-glutamine when I just put it in water. That's why oh. I don't like powder. So then that's why I got the apple juice because like maybe then I can oh, stomach throw it. throw it in there. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I So apple juice for me though is a thing where I don't like the sort of just like regular store-bought, you know, like you just pick up like an Allen's apple juice off the shelf or whatever. Not me. But I do love like a cloudy, like a really well-made apple juice, like a fresh-pressed apple juice. Now we're talking. Where do you even get that? Yeah. Where don't you get it? You know, you don't have an apple juice guy. (laughs) (laughs) I go meet him on the corner with his dogs. Uh, No, I just like you can get it at like, you know, Whole Foods or you go to like Granville Island. Sometimes they'll have the fresh pressed apple juice. Do you get it in a jug? That sounds like the kind of thing. Yeah, you get it in a jug. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Delicious. Yeah, I um you can uh it, it's the type of jug that you can like hoot on afterwards, right? Sorry, what? Hoot on? You can hoot on the jug. Yeah. What, do, what do you mean? What do you mean by hoot you're like, on? You're holding the you're holding the jug up and you're like I understood that. Yeah, I understood that as well. I don't know what I, well, for yeah. some reason I was thinking like weed. Like that's where you're like you you know, you hoot on the the, the weed jug or whatever oh, like, you, not, yeah. ever since like you, you ever since you smoked the one joint it's all <laughs> yeah i'm a weed guy now you know I, you guys I, heard I, about weed yeah have you guys ever smoked this have you guys ever smoked this weed Holy john shit. you are correct that that hoot hoot is a weed term you can, you can and i was thinking about like people yeah, yeah. P- and people Take do make bongs out of like pot bottles or mm-hmm. you know whatever Back in the yes. day, people used to do that. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking that's that right. you were thinking like, oh, yeah, like when we were kids, we'd get, we'd go down to Whole Foods and get a cloudy apple Get, get the most expensive apple juice there so I can smoke out of it. 
We uh, no. So for for gravity bongs, I don't think you can use glass bottles for gravity bongs because you have to like cut it in half. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. I know. I just yeah. think in my mind, I was still thinking of it as like a plastic jug, like not like a glass. Yeah. You can definitely get it in glass, but you can also get it in like a plastic jug. So I think in my mind, I think of when someone says like, oh, I'm making a bong out of a bottle. I think like two liter pop bottle. Yeah. Right. But right. then I was thinking like, because the way you said it, like, oh, it's good to hoot on. I was like, oh, is that like a a sort of like stoner thing where it's like, actually what's better than a two liter jug is the like handle two liter jug where, and then I was like, so in my mind I was like, Oh, maybe there's some kind of like weed thing here. You know? I mean, you could make a bong out of it probably, but you'd need like, like glass tools or whatever, right. (laughs) To like actually get like the stem in there and stuff. I I once took a grab bong hit out of, we were camping. Uh, and I took a grab bong head out of like a crisp uh, glacial stream next to our tent. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it really fucked me up. <laughs> All the minerals. But it was great. Yeah, I guess I guess so. Or whatever was it. I don't know what, what else. I'll be honest. There. Like you've talked about this on the show a few times. And it feels like, well, it feels like the most stoner thing possible <laughs> Yeah, but to say, just to say, because I don't actually believe it made you any more high than any other time. It was but so, it feels, but it was so smooth because of the glacial. Sure. Strength. But I just feel like that's such a like, man, dude, <laughs> fuck, man. I went camping this weekend and I took a fucking hit out of a glacier stream, dude. And I was fucking ripped, man. <laughs> that sounds sick. Yeah. Yeah. It was. The crystal clear coolness of the water. (laughs) Yeah. Like it doesn't feel like it would have any relevance to the weed at all. But in fairness to me, I've only smoked weed once. So maybe I don't know. Like, do you, are you we also smoked Stephen, out of an old, uh, I am we also smoked out of an old Jack Daniels bottle too. So oh, wow. I've done that as well. Yeah. So you're yeah. agreeing that you think the glacier stream would make you more high. <laughs> it sounds really, it sounds like it makes sense to me, but I once bought a $300 bong. Um, so that was a real life choice at that time. And then I broke it on, like broke something on the inside and just couldn't use it again. And I was like, I can't buy oh the God. implement. I can't yeah. buy more. I can't invest more in this. Right. Um, because this means I'm smoking too much weed. Was yeah, it a really so. big bong? Like what was so, what made it so expensive? Was it just the size of it the was, bong? It was, oh man. What it was, was that the, the glass was made out of water from a pure <laughs> glacier. <stream. Yeah. laughs> it was cut crystal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, it was like, uh, it just looked really uh, classy. That's what I liked about it. I was okay. like, you know, if I'm going to smoke a lot of weed, I want to look classy while I'm doing it. And it looked really nice. I forget the name of okay. the brand, but okay. it was just an expensive brand. I had like, I just got a, buy- a commercial buyout at the time. And I was like, I got $300 to spend. On a bong. On a bong. Yeah. And uh, then I realized like, oh, I can't really be doing this in an apartment that I rent with neighbors that complain. So then I, and then I broke that thing on the inside. And, and then that was it. That was it. Maybe it will resurface again one day. I would love that for you. Me too. (laughs) I I don't know. 
That I was mean, a- we're paying you to do this show. Maybe put some of that money put towards. Yeah, put it away. This is your <laughs> third time on the show. So technically, we have now mm-hmm. paid you $300. That's a great so, point. But you've probably already blown the money that we've blew given you. Yeah, money, you blew yeah. the other money. So now you start like a block party savings mm-hmm. account <laughs> yeah. every time you appear. Because you've also been on a couple bonus episodes. So That's if you true. just kind of like, you know, you you sort of just save it up. Mm-hmm. And then you and then you, buy, you rebuy the buy bong. It. Oh, yeah. I mean, that sounds great. I think I'd need to own a place first before feeling comfortable again. <laughs> yeah, so that's fair. maybe I can start that fun. Just, okay. I, I have to do a lot of podcasts. Look, it's up to you. Yeah, it's I mean, it's whatever you're feeling like. But that's <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, I just think. Well, also, too, I feel like most people I know that smoke weed these days um, don't really, you know, we're all, everyone's older. It's more mm-hmm. like about, Oh, I have a pen. I have a, you know, Dan is like, like his uh, dad rig. He doesn't yeah. like, I don't think people are, you get into your thirties and I don't feel the impulse is like, Oh, I gotta have this sick bong. Totally. It's more work. <clears throat> right. Why would you need, why would you want to make more work for yourself? Although it is cool on the throat. That's what, it rem- that's why I got reminded by this beautiful stream. That you uh, ingested it from. <laughs> it was great. I think uh, the opposite of that is we used to. T- God, I, I mean, my mom listens to the show. Whatever, fuck. Um, <laughs> we used to take. Um, I mean, I think Dan knows what these are, but they're called poppers, not the ones for your asshole, but um, <laughs> the other end. You would, yeah. You would take a. You would take a bong and you would put um, a bunch of tobacco and weed mixed in there, and you would it well, was like a done spliff in, such a way that- in a bong. Sort of. And then it was done in such a way that you would take like all of it at once, basically, just like right to your head. Suck it through. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Did you white out? uh, How did you survive? Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. It it really fucked you up for sure. (laughs) I would love to see. I mean, I used to do that that all the the time and it didn't even bother me at that didn't even bother me at all. I used to do it all the time when I was a teen. People used to call me Whiteout Cullen. They didn't even give a shit. They were like, this guy fucking ripped. I actually it. wasn't because it. you're very pale. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was because I was making mistakes all the time when I was writing notes. Actually, let me ask you guys another question. When, when, it, when it comes to Whiteout in, in high school using Whiteout, did you prefer... The little, the little like nail polish, like paintbrush kind of one, or the the one with like the tape. I like the tape. Well, so this is <laughs> I'm really gonna be <laughs> aging myself here, but I genuinely and I could be wrong, but I genuinely mm-hmm. feel like the tape was invented when I was in high school. Oh. Like I think I think that the tape did not come out until like I was in grade 10 or 11. That sounds about right. And yeah. so if you had the tape, I mean holy shit, <laughs> right? Like it was so that was a big so I was a big tape guy because it was like holy sh- this doesn't smell bad. You don't have to take it out and do the whole thingy majig. Don't have like, to wait for it to dry. Yeah. There's no texture. There's nothing. It was un- so the tape was unbelievable. If you had the tape, you're like you're like a rich guy. It was like holy smoke, and it was fun to use too. Fun, fun. You go mm-hmm. whoosh, make the little dispenser. Yeah. yeah, I will say though, painting stuff with the whiteout was kind of fun. Also, mm-hmm. when you get bored and you'd start painting the whiteout bottle, we used to do that all the time. Oh, or your nails. 
Yeah, I mean, I grew up in an era where you wouldn't have also painted your nails. <laughs> right. and I know, you know, which is unfortunate, but a true, uh, you know, then I, I would I have truly the... been, I would have been whiteout Cullen and it would not have been possible. <laughs> with the whiteout paint, I think the fun thing to do would be to like paint as many layers as possible and get like a really thick layer of whiteout going. You know what I mean? So oh, like, I don't think I ever did that. Same. Yeah. Whoa. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. So you would, so it fun. would dry and then you would do it like how, how much could you actually raise it off the paper? Uh, sorry, you cut out there. I know that was my fault for you guys cutting out. Cause I'm, how much I'm could you actually now. raise it off the that. paper? How much, how oh, much yeah. could you raise it, it get, off the paper? It, it would get, it would get thick. Like, I mean, it was like visible. So it was like a visible like bump on, on the paper or wherever you were doing it. Like on wow. the desk or like the front of your notepad or something. Yeah. Damn. We never really thought yeah. of that. John, if a kid did that, on a paper that you were reading, what would you think of that kid? Would you the, be if impressed? If they did the whiteout bump? Yeah. I'd be impressed. Yeah, I guess because you'd be like, where did they get that? You yeah. can't even really get liquid whiteout well, anymore. I would right? also be like, I would also say, I, well, I say this to my kids. I'm like, don't, whiteout is useless. Just cross it out. It's not like, you know, like I think <laughs> right. we had this idea in our mind that like teachers were just dying to read the words we crossed out. Like I'm like, cause I have kids. They'll say that to me. They'll be like, no, but I really don't, I don't, I've said the wrong thing and I don't want you to read it. I'm like, I promise you, I'm not trying to read what's underneath the scribble. Like I don't care. Right. I'm marking a hundred of these on on a Sunday night when I could be doing anything else. You think I give a fuck about what you crossed out? Grow up. What is your uh, what is your like marking technique? Like what is your mark? Like so is it is it always on the weekend that you do it? Like how long does it? I, I'm actually what like, color pen? Because I've never I've never heard from like a teacher. About, wow, like, how they like mark. Well, <laughs> I had this one teacher in university who just check he just put a check mark on the bottom of every single page <laughs> and every single kid in the class got an a minus and one person got an a and one person got a b plus uh so i just stole that i was just like these kids don't need to learn they don't need feedback uh no i uh yeah usually on the weekend i mean it's been a while since i've had to mark the last time i had my own full-time class was 2014 i think or 2015 um, but yeah, usually, uh, you, you'd take it. I, I would stay at school too. Like sometimes you stay at school till like five o'clock or whatever and get, get marking done. Cause then it's quiet and it's like, you feel like you're in your workplace. It sucks when sometimes when you have to bring it home, but you know, at the same time, like depending on what it is, you can also usually, you know, you have the hockey game on in the background or something while you're marking or whatever. And so it's not. It doesn't feel too bad. The, the thing that really sucks is when you have, so the school district I teach in is semestered. So you'd have the same four classes for four months or whatever it is. And so the part that sucks is like the last time I had a contract, I had three English nine classes. So it was like, anytime I gave an assignment, I got 90 of them. Oh. So it was just like. From grade nine. From grade nines. Yeah. Oh. So it's, it's a lot. For sure. It can be, it can be really a lot. What's the hottest take a grade nine or one of these kids has ever had? <laughs> oh, well, I actually use this in my act when I did that, when I had like a PowerPoint, but the funniest answer that I ever got was that there was a question and it was like, what, what do you call it when the author um, uses uh, plot devices that like aren't connected to the plot or something like that. I can't remember the exact question, but it was something about like when the author deliberately confuses the plot 
And the person just wrote M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, okay, that's pretty oh. good. I gave them a mark. That's I was like, that's days. not wrong. I was like, that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, the hottest take is a, that's a good one. Oh man. Um, I've definitely, you definitely get kids who try to like stick it to the man in their <sighs> essay, you know, like they'll okay. be like, uh, <clears throat> You know, like school's bullshit. The teachers are <laughs> the teachers are bullshit. Everything sucks. Like, yeah, you definitely get stuff like that where the kids will just sort of school like because it'll be maybe we're writing about like 1984 or something like that. And then the kids are like, yeah, reading 1984 reminded me of the school system where and sometimes the kids will fully name. They'll be like, yeah, like Miss Smith is a bitch. And I think about this when they're, you know, it's like. And and you have to be you have to well, be like Well, that's not a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows Miss Smith uh, is a real problem. Yeah, but so, so yeah, so you do get that sometimes where okay. kids will really like they'll try and sneak in a like I hate school, school sucks, te- this teacher sucks, whatever. And that's I'm like, funny. yeah, sure, probably. <laughs> I get it, you know. But yeah, that's that I would say is the is usually the hottest take. I I can't think of one in particular, but that is. Yeah, you'll get that sometimes. And you just have to be like, yeah, OK, whatever. I agree. Oh, check, but mark, I can't check, say, mark, check, check mark, check mark, check mark, check mark, check mark, check mark. It is also funny too. you can, teaching English is always a trip because you can tell when students like fig, like learn what a thesaurus is. <laughs> so they they don't understand that like thesaurus like synonyms and thesauruses the sore eye don't always match up exactly. So you can right. tell they just like, they're like, I don't want to say good here. So they'll put in like a, you know, they just look it up in the source and they put in another word for good. And it's like, no, nah, no. And, and like, it's fine if you do that every now and again, but when it's like that, you can tell they write a sentence and then four different times in the sentence, they like look for synonyms for all the words. And it's like, this is not, this isn't even readable. Like I'm I, you probably tried harder than almost anyone else. And unfortunately it's resulted in something that is like not readable. So yeah, that's what I would say. But you know, yeah. were you guys, well, were you a good student? I know Stefan mm. was, and so was I, were you a good student? Christine? No, I wasn't a good student. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't. I skipped a lot and, but I wasn't like, I didn't do cool stuff. I like went home and wrote anime fan fiction or <laughs> I, like I did, I did For that. For what animes? Um, yeah. Which anime? Oh, I need to know. I'm ne- okay. I'm never going to reveal what my name was, what my username was on fanfiction.net, but I'll tell you, I did some Digimon, Digimon, uh, Ranma one half, uh, oh, was it some horny? Buffy. Some of it was other times I was like, I'm going to kill the main character. Like I, I would like make it so people got really invested and really liked the story. And then I killed the main character that they loved the most and then turn them into a ghost and then continue the story. But one of them's a ghost. Oh, and then yeah. I, wow. and then I got really dark, lots of suicide attempts. And like, <laughs> Of beloved in, characters. In, in Digimon? <laughs> yeah. In the Digimon world? Yeah. Oh and a lot of like God. 10 years later, there's been a murder and someone's <laughs> One of them's a, a detective now. That is. So I did a lot of that. That's good. You, yeah, you strike me as the type of student I would have where I would really like you, but, mm-hmm. I, but I would be 
frustrated that you didn't like school more. That's exactly what it was. I had a lot of stuff going on at home. So I just like, I think school was the place that I got to be a kid maybe. So that's why I like to skip (laughs) and like I would get into like fights, um, with, uh, I had in social studies, I, um, one of my other friends who is also kind of like, we weren't bad kids, but we were just idiots. Right. And so another dumb kid, um, our teacher was like, oh, they're talking all the time, messing around. So I'll put them on opposite sides of the room. So I would get up, walk to the other side of the room and then just start to fight my friend, just physically fight my friend. (laughs) (laughs) But then we would kind of like joke while we did it. So people were laughing and the, and the teacher was like, please just sit down. So then he was like, okay, we'll put all of the, all of the bad kids at one table with one good kid. (laughs) <laughs> and, and hope that the one good kid's yeah. like the beacon that turns it all around. Yeah. yeah. In, but in reality, we you just, just like, corrupted the good. Kid. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm not and an idiot. I would never do that. had a great time in that class. <laughs> I bet that was his favorite class. Cause we just joked around the whole uh, time. That was like when I, so I, I was in the gifted program when I was in elementary school and I went to a separate school for it because in Ontario, they send you to a different school. So, um, <clears throat> I don't think I've ever said this on the, talked about this on the show before, but so it was like, I had the, I was with the same kids from grade four to eight. Cause we are all, we're all in the gifted program. And then there were three of us that I guess were sort of like bad kids. Like I had a really bad temper. I got suspended from school a bunch of times and they took the three of us and put us in a grade seven class. Cause in Ontario uh, elementary school goes to grade eight. So we were in, when we were in grade eight, they took three of us <laughs> and put us in a grade seven class. So they basically isolated us from the other like 25 kids that we had been in class with for the previous four years and put us in, they were like, it's a grade seven, eight split, but it wasn't really, it was just the three of us. And it might've been one of the stupidest decisions the school <laughs> ever made because the three of us just immediately became best friends. We terrorized yeah. all of the grade sevens because we were grade eight. So we sat together in the class yeah. and we just like, we were, it was hell. I don't know why they ever thought this was a good idea. Like we just were absolute, it made us all worse. It, whatever their strategy was, it was bad because we all became worse. We made the grade sevens worse. It was like, oh my God. Yeah, it was very, and this is a this is a gift this is a gifted program yeah yeah that's so so like i just love the strategy of like oh we have these like three horrible kids so yeah let's put them all together with the younger nerds yes and kind of see what happens here that they'll easily dominate oh yeah we we fucking dominated those nerds are you you were nerds too so that probably felt amazing oh it felt pretty it felt pretty damn good yeah yeah i remember one one time in particular we were we were playing Scrabble and we just started like just putting the most foul words on the Scrabble board and trying to get the teacher to be like, look, like we're so good at Scrabble and then other calling other kids over. And then I remember the teacher. <laughs> I remember one of the words we wrote was jism. Uh, you know, that class, I feel like we don't say that word enough anymore, by the way, jism. We should bring it back. And I remember the teacher the teacher literally was like, how do you even know what that is? And I was like, how do you know what it is, Miss Politis? Um, <laughs> that's always a good, it was a good time. Anyway, speaking of good times, let's move on to our social media updates. What a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are gonna bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied takes. 
Terrible tweets from verified greats. They'll bring their personal feed to ya with an update on their social, social, social media. Christine, we always like to start with the guest. What's going on on your social media? Um. Okay. So, um, I, I, I like, um getting into meme subcultures like oh, yeah. going into a subculture and then just going through all of the stemming memes. from your anime fan fiction days <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is just the natural progression of that <laughs> but like um rodeo clown memes where like they're it, they're not about making fun of it they're that they love it or they're inside jokes right which i love mm. um mm-hmm. va- minivans uh tanks uh rocks rocks oh yeah i found a bunch of great rock memes and like people will make memes where they're just talking about the thing that they like but they think it's funny yes i don't know why but it just it you know what a really good one is is the newfoundland ones oh like there's like a whole subculture of like newfoundland memes where it's the same thing it's like people who are from newfoundland who love Newfoundland culture. Yeah. And like some of the memes are just like insane. They're the most basic things yeah. sometimes. They're like, oh, like one of the rock ones was like, um, guess I need a bigger backpack next to a big rock. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that someone put the work in and then said that, that too. and then someone was, and then someone else loved it and thought it was really funny. So that's what I'm into right now. You know, I got COVID, so I was at home a lot. And I actually thought about starting to write fan fiction again just because <laughs> i wanted to do something that i i don't know if you guys do this but when i try to do something for fun i just end up trying to think about like how i can make it into work or like com- like and what can't be commodified fan fiction so i was like maybe i'll start doing that again as like a fun thing but would you do are you watching like different anime like what would it be based on a different anime probably <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking maybe it could be funny to do. Well, and then so another thing I do is sometimes I read really like because there's fan fiction for everything. There's like yeah. Bible fan fiction, Hillary Clinton, like romance fan oh, fiction. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I was thinking of maybe writing like some like fucked up, like looking, searching for the most fucked up thing I could find on fanfiction.net um, and then writing that. But I hadn't decided yet. But maybe I will. I think it could be really fun. You should. Because there's no way yeah. that I can commodify it. So I'll just, I'll, I'll beat that part of my brain, you know? Because, like, in my, like, my mind is different than my brain. There are two competing things. My mind is different <laughs> than my brain. <laughs> like, right. the mind is me, but my brain is the chemicals and, like, the, <laughs> the like, the, the right. OCD and, like, right. everything else. So, but my mind is me. So my mind wants to do this, but I'm trying to, like, beat my brain, get past my brain. Mm, yeah. I know, that sense. makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. No, that, that adds up. Have you looked up uh, Jeep memes or, like, construction memes? Yes. Oh, my God. Again, okay. they're so good. Jeep memes yeah. are a little bit like tank memes. Um <laughs> And like, and tank ones, sometimes they do like, they take the um, classic meme templates and then they put them in with the memes. Like, so I was looking at tank memes today and one of the, um, they, they all kept doing like the, um, your crush, uh, your dad, your brother, oh, yeah. your mom, you, or you <laughs> like yeah. that one. They kept doing that one. Or like, they also love, there's like some real, there, Sonic is another one that there's oh, some funny yeah, ones. Oh yeah, love Sonic. Yeah. They're like the guy- 
she's uh, like you, the guy she told you not to worry about. That's another really classic one with all these subcultures. Um, so I've been, I've been looking up those. I bet there's some really good Jeep ones with those, uh, meme types. Yeah. Yeah. I I know I found this. So there's a guy on Lydia Burrell. Go ahead. Stefan. Oh no. Our friend Lydia Burrell posts a lot of good Jeep memes, but I was going to say the best construction meme. The one I love the most is it's a picture of a guy holding one two by four. And it says, tag a mate who only carries one board. (laughs) (laughs) One board. I love that. I love tag, too. Tag. Tag a friend who only, yeah, yeah, like someone else is like tagging like, oh, that's Danny for sure. Danny's always only, look at this, Dan, you lazy piece of shit. Like that meme was made for engagement. Yes. Which is amazing. I love yeah. that. <laughs> I found, uh, yeah, so the, the the guy I was thinking of, it's a guy on Twitter. He writes about the Leafs, which is how I know of him. And he's from Newfoundland, Ryan Fancy. Um, it's Fancy with an E. And so, yeah, every year he does the Newfoundland memes of the year. So I found his thread oh. from 2020. So this one's really good. It's a picture of Salt Bay. And it says, fodder hanging his heavy-ass Leafs ornament from 93 on the weakest limb right after Mutter had the tree all nice and fancy. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, there's another one. It's like, uh, (laughs) it's Bane. It's like the when Bane's doing the like, uh, you know, he's got his arms out and he's, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it says global pandemic causing toilet paper shortage. And then it's just a a guy in in a pink bodysuit and it says my glove box filled with Mary Brown's nap. (laughs) (laughs) oh the specificity (laughs) it's so it's so (laughs) then there's another one where it's like uh it's got the newfoundland parliament giving a covid talk and it's like ask questions educate yourself grow your knowledge and someone commented will the vaccine make my bird grow (laughs) (laughs) uh so yeah just a lot of uh It though, and then it's a picture of a guy, like an interviewer, a stock photo, and a job interview. <laughs> interviewer, so are you bilingual? Newfie, made I dare says I barely be friggin' lingual. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, a lot of great ones there. Ryan Fancy, check it out. Love a subcultural meme. Uh, Stefan, what's going on in your social media? Uh, well, I'm just reading this for the first time now, but the I've read some of it. The Scott Adams post from yesterday. Um, I was going to uh, talk about the song I recorded for Fast Track, but I don't have it handy. Um, but you should, everyone should go listen to that. That was a lot of fun. And and actually, very funny, Dan, very funny. Dan and John, I'm interested in, in hearing what you guys thought of it. I uh, I love I loved it. I thought you did great. Yeah, it was uh, it was very funny. Um, you uh, you look, you're one of my best friends. Um, but you cannot sing um, no. at all, John. You know, and no. what he can't—he admits it on no, the I show. I, <laughs> what I, I thought was very yeah. funny. So, for those of you who aren't familiar, uh, past guest of the show, Lydia Burrell Howell Dottie has a show called Howell Dottie's Fast Track, where he brings a guest on, and they have to write a song in thirty minutes. So it's a very funny show, very fun. I've been on it a couple times, and. Steph, and so I've listened to most of the episodes. I think his first season, he did 20 episodes. Now he's on season two and he's done a bunch of bonus episodes. So he's done like, you know, 35 some episodes. And right off the top of the show, he basically says to Stefan, look, 
I'm going to guess you can't sing. Like he just fully comes. He doesn't do that to any other guests. And he's just like, he's like, you know, I've heard you try to do impressions. I've heard like the tone of your voice. I'm just going to go ahead and guess you can't sing for shit. And then Stefan's like, yeah, no, I can't. He's like, okay, well, we're going to have to do a musical style that makes up for the fact that you can't sing. What's the style? Well, Stefan, it was Stefan's idea, actually. Yeah, I guess this is only my social media update, I guess. Um, but, uh, okay, it sure. was sort of like, uh, I, yeah, like, mo- you know, the band modern baseball. No, <laughs> no. Okay. It's like, they're, they're an emo band. Um, yeah. oh, so it was like, okay. Yeah. 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 But like the guy has kind of a very, I don't, it's not like a whiny voice. It's like, it's like my voice. It's not, he, <laughs> he doesn't really have a, a classical singing voice. I, I would say. So, um, mm-hmm. we had a song like that and it was, uh, and it was very fun. And maybe, maybe Dan can cut in, uh, or add a little like clip from the song to, to the episode so people can, uh, can hear it. But I was very no. happy with how it turned out. <laughs> it turned out well. I would actually say, pardon me. The one thing that really stuck out to me actually was not even that you can't sing necessarily, but you I was surprised and I thought about this in my head, you know, you and I have been doing podcasts together for however many years now, seven years or whatever. You can't really yell either or like scream like because you were trying to there was like a part in the song that you and LB had sort of agreed on. You were going to kind of do the sort of like gang chant sort of vocals and you don't really like it, it felt like you couldn't really raise your voice. And I was like. Actually, now that I think about it, I don't think I've ever heard Stefan yell in like all the times we've been doing the show. Yeah, I'm very, uh, I'm very low key and laid back, you know, um, <laughs> you are. There's no so, doubt about no, that. But I was like, like I, I just, can you yell? Like, are you even capable of yelling? Asked him to yell on here last week. I don't know that I can. Well, yeah, I, I feel like, ah, uh, yeah, maybe. I mean. I can talk loud, but that's not really yelling, right? No, just loud no, it's talking. Not. Yeah, no? no, it's not. Okay, yeah, it's a different thing. Then, I don't, then maybe, maybe I can't yell then. Like, were you trying ah. to yell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got it, man. You nailed it. Okay. I, it was yeah. just like it. It was just one of those things where I, that's what I noticed with Becca, where because Becca and I listened to the episode. We were driving from Calgary to Banff, so we listened to the episode on the way up. And uh, and we both sort of noticed that it was like, I don't know if Stefan can actually like yell and scream. <laughs> so like if you ever get attacked, you're fucked. No one's going to find you. <laughs> I you're, mean, yeah. Ah, stop. Don't stop hitting. Stop attacking me. Hell. <laughs> hell. Ah, uh, hell. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good, I think. Yeah, you did good. Yeah, that's not bad. I'm yeah. proud. I'm proud of you. But no, the song, the Thank song you. was good. I, I thought it was a very it was fun. You, you wrote about uh, getting the beer shits. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. it definitely made me laugh. Like the, the whole concept of the song that you guys had come up with was that like, it, it's unfair that your friends who you bought drinks for the night before don't like <laughs> accompany you to the bathroom while you're struggling <laughs> in beer shits. Yeah. So, like it sucks, it's that they, that it sucks that they <laughs> like abandon you. So when you guys were like writing those lines, Becca and I were just killing ourselves. We were like, yeah, like my friend should be in the bathroom, like holding my hand while I'm, <laughs> while I'm shitting the next day. <laughs> 
It was very, it was very good. And you, you and your like continued insistence that the Bristol stool chart had to somehow make its way into the song. Of course, yeah, yeah. Well, it did, it did in the end. So yeah, yeah. no, it was, it was very good. I was impressed. You did good work, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I just wanted to be complimented for my social media updates. Well, you got it. Yeah. yeah. So if you haven't listened, go check it out. How will Dottie's fast track? I also did. It's actually the right time of year. I, when I was on the show last year, um, Howell and I invented an Easter carol. Um, so I, I was like, we don't have any songs about Easter. And, uh, so yeah, so we did a butt rock song and we were like, what would a butt rock singer call the Easter bunny? And we decided they would call it the, they would call the Easter bunny, the man with the ears. Um, and so that's, so the whole song is about the man with the ears. Um, and it's, yeah, it's a fun time. So you can check out that episode as well, but yeah, Howell, very funny guy. Cool. <clears throat> All right. Well, I guess it's my turn. And uh, Stefan, uh, you and I tough, tough week this last week uh, for you and for yeah. you and me and for the show block party in general, because, uh, you know, we got we got the big takedown. You and I This was our first time ever really get it. We got some we got we got destroyed, really. Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet, but yeah, uh, you shouldn't listen. to yeah, it. You, it's really rough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we so we found out so there's this podcast uh called Who Are These Podcasts and the whole conceit of the show is that uh this guy named Carl uh who appears to be like a mid 40s white guy from New York um the whole show is just every episode they pick a different podcast and they like shit on it basically. And you're thinking to yourself, this is probably a good concept because there are lots of bad podcasts. And if they did it like kind of fun or like tongue in cheek, this would be probably a really fun show. Um, But unfortunately, it's not that Um, it's a guy who wants to be Howard Stern and has a character on his show called Stuttering John, uh, which is not played by me. Uh, (laughs) And um, well, that is that is like a Howard. It was very like. Like, right. We, yes. uh, you can ask our friend Chris James is very familiar with the Howard Stern universe, but I know sure, yeah. John is like so, a Howard Stern guy. Yeah. Yeah. So they he they talk about him on the show and they do all these things and they have like a big soundboard. There's always these like soundboard drops. They had one that was really oh. fun. That was the it was like a, a bunch of sirens go off and then it was like our slur alert. Um, you know, just fun things like that, that they do to kind of like make it clear that they're really good at podcasting. I guess this was the thing I couldn't really. So I only listened to the first like 20 minutes of it. They did two hours and 18 minutes about how our show was bad. Um, so congrats to them. They pull clips from the sh- They pulled clips from Block Party, talked about how bad we are at podcasting. I think their big their big takeaway seemed to be that our show is really boring um, was their big thing. They're like, oh, yeah, these guys just talk about uh pets like the episode they reviewed was the episode we did with sarah papillardo where we talked about cats a lot and they were like who is listening to this like they're just talking about cats it's a very boring show in between misgendering sarah and calling us r words and stuff like that that was sort of their main takeaway but it seems like they think that podcasts are supposed to be howard stern like every show Mm -hmm. should just be should have a soundboard they, they think every podcast should be a radio show seems to be like the sort of general vibe of the show because they like they made fun of our ad read. They were like, oh, this ad read is not professional or what. It's like, what? what? <laughs> Who cares about that? Um, but yeah. So anyway, it's it was it was interesting to listen to. I don't, it was very funny. Uh, I just the one 
the one part of it that was very funny to me. So <clears throat> the concept of the show, like I said, it's this guy, Carl, that hosts it. Doesn't put his last name online anywhere either. So a bit of a coward, if you <laughs> ask me. Done 300 episodes making fun of podcasts, but won't tell anyone his last name. So, you know, he's maybe not as much of a tough guy as he seems to uh, think he is or whatever. But um, the so he has a rotating cast of hosts that join him to like shit on these podcasts. So on our episode, he had this guy on the show named Eric Zane, who I guess hosts a radio show himself in uh, like a small radio show. And it was very funny. So they spend the first like 20 minutes of the show just absolutely fucking shitting on us and saying how bad we are. And then Eric Zane had a moment of clarity uh, in the middle of the show that just it really made me laugh. This is just a 20 second clip and it made me laugh very hard. I'll play it. I'll play it right now here. Okay, hold on. I got to. Okay, so here we go. I need to say, just to be fair, these guys have more than 1,200 people that subscribe to their Patreon. Correct. Okay. Yes. So they're doing I something would, right. I would, I would kill to have that. And <laughs> I'm not even close to that. And I'm like, I must be doing it wrong. I yeah. must be doing something but, wrong. But they don't have... Yeah. Yes, wow. Eric, you are. You are doing something wrong. Yeah. It's just such a weird, like... I love that. They just shit on us. For, and he's like, you know what? Maybe they're right. Maybe I've actually been doing it wrong the whole time. So... They kind of sound like a, a shock jock that would get murdered on Murder, She Wrote. You know, <laughs> that has, like, the big soundboard. And when they die, you're like, eh. Yeah. Yeah, you well, okay, it. it was well, okay. not that they deserve it, but well, the the one thing that really got me and I will wrap this up, you know, this is like I'm kind of doing my own takedown of them right now and I don't want to be them, you know. But it, the one thing that was very funny to me is like so they come after us. That's fine. We, you know, we're like they said, we we're a pretty successful podcast. We're we're very happy. Our listeners are amazing. We have a great Discord community, all that, you know. Uh, Stefan and I feel very lucky to have this show, but they also go after podcasts that have like no listeners, Mm -hmm. which is like that to me is crazy. Like we only found out about this because another podcast that I guess is fans of ours, um, had been taken down by them like the week before. So they sent us a message being like, Hey, like, I don't know if you heard this podcast, but they're really shitty, blah, blah, blah. You guys should like check it out or whatever. And, um, and yeah, and they don't have, they have like 200 Twitter followers. They're not like a big podcast. So like if I was doing a podcast, that's not that big. That's just like for fun with my friend. And then these guys shit on it for like over two hours. Like that's just a really, that's a really rough thing to do in my mind. Um, but in any case, uh, mm-hmm. I do also want you guys to hear their theme song. Cause I think that this, this really gives you a good sense of, uh, a good sense of what, like, it was so funny because so, by the way, that other podcast is called Mum Swipes Left, if you want to check it out. Um, but the one thing that made me laugh is like, I was like, OK, what's really the vibe of this show? Is this going to be like a fun kind of takedown of us or is this going to be? And then I listened to their theme song and it just like absolutely blew my mind. Like as soon as I heard the theme song, I'm like, oh, I understand what this entire show is. Here's their, this is the theme song of their show. I run circles around Stuttering John. Oh, shit. Yes, I did. He's free with no family. <laughs> Episode three. Oh, six. You know what? I miss penis. Are you a boner guy? What are you talking about? <laughs> what a dick. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. <laughs> slap It's showtime. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> 
Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? So yeah, there you go. <laughs> Whoa. So as soon as you listen to that, you're like, okay, well. Is it real? Is it a I joke? I kind of like that. That's some. That's a classic <laughs> rock radio station shit. I, like, I, 20, 2022, having something like that, I sort of respect it. That's, uh, I, I almost want to, like, should we get a soundboard? I mean, Dan basically has one, I guess, right? So, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should. Yeah. Sandboards are like. funny. Oh, yeah. What, like, what a time to be alive. Uh, Shelby on the producer of their show has a soundboard, and it's great. So, yeah, maybe we'll look into it. Maybe that's our big mistake. Maybe they'll be, maybe like they'll hear us using a soundboard, and then like three months from now, they'll issue a correction. They'll be like, hey, hey, remember when we said Block Party was bad? I listened to a new episode of the show and they had a crazy soundboard and it sounded fucking cool. And finally, they're telling real jokes on the show with a soundboard. So we take it back. Block Party, we love them. Anyway, let's move on to our block tale. <laughs> what did you tweet? You brought receipts. Block tale. Woo. No longer can see the post. It's a block tale. Woo. You probably deserved it. It's a block tail. Okay, Christine. Okay. What did you decide? You told me before the show you were deciding between two. <laughs> One's pretty dark, so I think I'm going to go with the lighter one. Go on with the light one. Okay. Yeah. Well, you, well, when maybe we're in a more of a downward spiral, we'll call you back for the dark one. Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, okay, so I work for a live music venue, and mm -hmm. I do the uh, social media and stuff for them as well. And... Um, over the course, so in like 2019, we had, there's a, it's a 300 capacity theater. So it's not like a big theater. It's kind of people who are on their way up and on their way down, like music wise, <laughs> yeah. kind of perform there. Yeah. Um, and uh, so there's this like newer artist that um, was really good, but performed in like 2019. I think it could have been even earlier than that. And since then on Twitter, a couple of fans have been replying to the same like show announcement tweet from back then about please come back. When, when are you going to come back? I'm begging you, please. God is telling me that you need to come back. Just like, to like, like just recently I blocked them because I was like, this is stalking at this point. I think it's the person, the person's not a Christian artist. No. no. So this is just. <laughs> this person is just trying to use every facility to convince them to come back to Vancouver and perform. And, uh, but and are they bigger now? Like, do you think if they did come back to Vancouver, they wouldn't play your venue? They or would play okay, our they venue because okay. they were potentially going to. So I think that like, but like to, to be replying to search for a 2019 tweet and still reply to it, begging for an artist to come back and perform again and again, trying to use all of your facilities to like, oh, how like maybe I can get God on my side to convince them to come back to Vancouver. Um, just got to a level of creepiness that I finally blocked them just because to put the artist out of their misery, too. Yeah. How how many times would you say they had done it? 50 times. Maybe. Oh my God. It was okay. so many <laughs> over the course of three years too. Like I, it, it blew my mind and I, it's not like this artist is I, like, this has to be their super fan or like a potential stalker. Is this the one? Yeah. 
Wow. And were, so, the, were they tagging the artist in all the posts? Yeah, because well? they were replying and the artist was tagged in it. And oh. I, I feel like this particular artist might have a lot of people just begging for them to come back. I mean, they they do have a lot. Because it kind of looked like Dan pulled it up here. It kind of looked like it was almost like a bot, too. Like You think they created like Twitter accounts to even reply Whoa, about this? Oh, I didn't even think of that, but that could be true like we need to hear your voice again oh this there's, is there's one of them oh yeah there this is doctor said if i don't get new music from you by tomorrow i might die <laughs> and that's i died i mean the i died is a good are you up. alive that's good they're terrifying just nothing they replied and they put nothing <laughs> just to bump the thread again that's bizarre fat are you even alive uh, anyway so they're pretty creepy wow I mean, good for this artist, I guess. I guess. At first I was like, well, I won't do anything about it because maybe this is just the type of fan this artist has. But It is weird, too. Like, even this person's trying to get them to come to Brazil. <laughs> yeah, right? Why are they commenting on a Vancouver music venue? Well, the Brazil one is the classic. Come to Brazil, sweetie. Show your feet. You know, whatever. That's that's the classic reply is the is the please come to Brazil. So you, you always have to have one or two of those. <laughs> yeah, true. True. Oh, it's just his second most recent tweet still. Oh, maybe that's what makes it oh, easier so to see. Oh, so that's what it is. I see. <laughs> okay. So it's the artist hasn't really updated anything on their Twitter. Oh, I since see. 2019. Okay, that makes it make a lot more sense. So that's what it is then. But still, I do agree that that is still very odd that they're going after. Please, please come back. I'm begging you. I'm please. begging you. I want you back. <laughs> well, <laughs> we have, die. We have a great listener block this week as well. This one, uh, Stefan, I think you'll appreciate this one uh, in, in for, well, you'll see why. This one's from Krista. Hello. Blocked party is my favorite part of my Monday mornings. I start off my week with some laughs. Thank you, Krista. Uh, sorry, this episode's coming out on Tuesday. Uh, I was blocked by my niece on Instagram because I very foolishly pushed back on a dumb meme she had posted on her stories. It was, why don't doctors give charcoal for overdoses? Why don't doctors talk to people about making changes to their diet instead of handing out pills? When I commented that doctors literally give charcoal to people who have overdosed and talking about diet is like the number one discussion between them and their patients. Medication can be a life-saving intervention for many conditions and just holding a crystal charged by the sun and chugging essential oils won't actually cure cancer. I admit I came in hot, but I had spent a whole day arguing with an anti-vax conspiracy theorist. I I immediately regretted saying anything and I apologized. The next day I noticed that I hadn't seen any more of her stories and that I couldn't see her profile. She blocked me. I was hurt. I love her so much, but I can respect her space. But then that day I started getting emails from Wish. I don't know if you've ever ordered anything from Wish, but they will email you once an hour. I have no proof, but I am positive she added my email to their mailing list. I can't even be mad. I can only respect a legend. Even now I smile when I think of her brilliant and petty vengeance. I'm ready to take a moon bath and discuss the healing powers of dandelions if she ever forgives me. Love your podcast and listening to your very cool guests. Krista. So that's you, Christine. Thank you, Krista. Thank you, Krista. And yeah, shout out to Krista's niece for the wish mailing list. That's always a good throwing people on a mailing list. If you know their email is a great prank. I've never considered well, like YKS. Before. YKS gets so many magazine subscriptions at the, at their PO box. I'm surprised no one's done that for us yet. Uh, and I don't do magazine it. Magazine subscriptions. You know? 
Yeah. Oh, magazine oh, subscriptions. Yeah, yeah, you, you cut I, out. I know my connection is my connection's fucked right now. So yeah, it sort of just said that. You, it sort of sounded like YKS gets a lot of mega stuff sent to their <laughs> PO box. <laughs> well, they get that too. Yeah, yeah that too. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, for sure, it's a it's a great uh, great prank. But also, as Stefan said, don't do it to us. Um, and uh, speaking of listeners and our PO box, Stefan, we got a shout out, Molly. Um, because not only did she win our raffle and we'll be guesting on a future bonus episode, but, um, she sent us a huge gift package as well, um, which came after the raffle. So we just, so, you know, it wasn't like we got the bed. <laughs> we're like Molly won. Um, but, uh, yeah, Molly sent us a bunch of Dutch treats and, uh, she gave us both a Dutch soccer Jersey. So I'm, I'm wearing one right now. Um, I think mine is, yeah, Feyenoord. I'm wearing a Feyenoord jersey. And Stefan, you got a, a game worn here in Veen jersey. Um, it's, it's with all the little hearts on it. Yeah. Right? It's got hearts on it. It's got oh. blood on it because it was worn in a game. It looks what? awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's very cool. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you so much to Molly for sending that. And congratulations to her for winning the raffle. And yeah, if you want to send something to our P.O. box, the address is in our Discord. So, um, yeah, hit these us up. These candies are amazing. Yes, we're right now we're enjoying the uh Smurfin, they're called. <laughs> um they're like uh like a cinnamon cookie covered in candy. They're like candy coated, very delicious. Wow. So uh so yeah, so thank you to Molly. Um and yeah, thank you to everybody who listens to the show. And if you want to donate to the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash block party where five dollars a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every single month. Uh, our bonus episode schedule for this month got a little bit uh, screwed up because of uh Stefan being away and everything and I'm also going to be away this weekend and whatever but we promise everything's going to get back on track shortly. We do have a bonus episode coming up this week Becca and I uh, are going to be doing uh, a love line style relationship advice uh, mailbag. So uh, that'll be coming out this week. And uh, we're going to have a lo- another live show coming up in May. We've got the $100 Club. Stefan and I will do a cameo for you. All that stuff you can check out over on our Patreon. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Block Party Pod. And if you like the show, tell a friend, unless that friend has a podcast. That makes fun of other podcasts for two hours plus, and then don't tell them about it. Uh, Christine, uh, we're here at the end of the show. We always like to finish off the show with a top three. Three, two, one. Trois, deux, un. Uno, 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 uno. Mustard. Three. Sauce. Deux. Girlfriends. Uno, 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 uno. What do you have for us, please? Okay. Top three people that you'd like in history that you'd like to watch eating. Oh, okay. Okay. Top three people in history you'd like to watch eating. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what's your number three? Or, okay. It doesn't have to be a person. Oh, just anything okay. eating. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. Top three people in history you'd like to watch eating. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Uh, Christine, your number three. Okay. My number three is Genghis Khan. Mm. Or Genghis Khan, mm. because I think I would just love to see them. Okay, you know what? I'm going to change it because <laughs> I think I think this would be messier. Um, King Henry the Eighth. Oh yeah, watching that guy eat. I bet he would have yeah. like 15 hens or whatever, yeah. and like a 15 bunch- hens. <laughs> Just like using his hands a lot, yeah. probably too, just stinks to high heaven. Yeah. Did he believe? Yeah, he believed in that. Yeah, just just disgusting. And then I think yeah. my, 
Do I and go he'd to my probably be he'd probably be pretty good at eating if you know what I mean. Absolutely. <laughs> he'd probably have somebody there like ho- holding under his chin to catch everything that falls out of his mouth and then just kind of make some sort of like a smoothie about it later. <laughs> Yeah, with the medieval blenders, <laughs> yeah. the medieval Vitamix like a butter that they turner. had. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, great choice, Stefan. You're number three. I was gonna say Henry the Eighth as well, but I'm gonna I'm gonna <gasps> switch that to just a, a caveman uh, of some kind. Um, I think that would be a what? I don't know, a, a caveman like a Neanderthal. Okay. Oh yeah, like okay. a, a caveman. You know, um, I, don't, I don't know what do they do. How what do they do? What's their what's their eating technique? Right? Are they um, I guess I just want to, I just want to hang out with a caveman, I guess. Would I be hanging out with them in this situation or just watching them <laughs> from afar? Yeah, you could do be either hanging one. Out with them? You could do either one. Okay. Yeah, then we'll go with caveman. Um, you know, to kind of see what they're, what they're all about, what their whole, the, their whole shit is, you know? So uh, I'll say caveman for number three. It's a good one. Love that. John? <clears throat> My number three, I mean, I think this is sort of in the same vein as Christine's, but I think it's a classic. You got to go with uh, Caligula. Oh, how's my number two? Oh, you're number two. Okay. Well, I agree you know, with you. I mean, right. I, the, you know, the, the name that's basically become synonymous with like orgies of food and sex and whatever else. I mean, you, we got to see what's up. Right? He'd probably lick his fingers the whole time. Right. Oh, like just I'm constantly, constantly finger licking. Yeah. That's where Colonel Sanders got the slogan from. You saw old footage of Caligula footage, you know, all the times they were filming Caligula. Um, yeah. So that's my number three, Christine, your number two. Okay. You can still say Caligula if you want. Mm, I mean, there's many that I'd like to watch eat. Okay. Um, I'll say, um, you know what? Maybe like, uh, what's his name? Armstrong. In space. Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. What's his what's name? His Old, name? what's his name, Armstrong? <laughs> in space. In space. He's uh, got to be in space. That's the key thing. Yeah, but he does because I want to see how they eat in space back then. I'm sure now I could see like Chris, what's his name? Hadfield. Hadfield. <laughs> <laughs> Old Chris, what's his name? In space. In space. Um, but I like this bit that you only know one of the two <laughs> names of every astronaut that's ever been in space. <laughs> Old, what's his name? Gagarin. <laughs> but yeah, I'd like to see how they eat because like, um, yeah, that, and then I'd, I'd hope that they'd burp and to see what a burp's like in space, mm. I think would be very interesting. Space burp. Or if you barfed, would you barf up? I don't know. Probably. So I guess I want, I would like to see him eat to the point of vomiting. In just, space. In space. <laughs> What's his name, what Armstrong? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Stefan, you're number two. Uh, I'm going to go with Vlad the Impaler. Oh, um, yeah. Because I feel like, I don't know. I mean, that's who like Dracula is, is based off of. Um, I don't know that he actually ate anyone or sucked anyone's blood, but. I'd like to confirm that, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And, you know, just see him going to town on someone's neck or whatever. Um, but I, I think, I think that would be interesting. And that's, I think that's one where I wouldn't want to, he's not like a hangout guy. I think maybe I'm watching from, mm-hmm. from like a portal <laughs> or like a spaceship or something, however this works. Um, but yeah, Vlad the yeah. Impaler, number two. It's a good one. Oh, that is good. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's really good. It's hard not to just kind of pick like all like kind of like despicable men from history where you're like, how would that freak show eat? (laughs) Yeah. You know, but I'm. it's weird. I don't know if this is is weird to say, but I would say uh, number two, Marilyn Monroe. 
Ooh. Like, did she eat sort of like classy slash dainty or did she just like shove it down? You know mm. what I mean? Like, because I feel like there is something about eating with someone where it is kind of an intimate, like there there are things people can do where you'd sort of be not necessarily attracted to them anymore or whatever. So like, let's take the, you know, the quasi hottest woman of all time. Mm-hmm. Let's see how she eats. Yeah. I mean, there's probably video. I could probably watch it, but like, but for real though, like how does she eat pizza? Off you know camera. what I mean? Yeah. 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 Hook me up. Marilyn Monroe, my number two. That's Christine, good. your number one. My number one is a skunk. <laughs> <laughs> off, off the top of your heads. Tell me what a skunk eats. Well, it's gotta you be think like, you know, it's like, you don't know for sure. I bet bugs. it's like a raccoon. It's gotta you know? be bugs. Yeah. Don't they eat bugs and stuff and like trash? It's, but do you know for sure? I feel like they eat trash, right? I, I'm looking at right what does stuff. a skunk yeah. eat? This feels like I'm going <laughs> to uh, skunks can be valuable garden allies as they mostly eat insects and small rodents. They feast on beetles, crickets, grubs, grasshoppers, mice, rats and moles throughout the growing season. Wow. Skunks are natural pest control heroes. Whoa. There we go. Okay, wow. you guys really kind of nailed it. <laughs> I truly had no idea. I was like, do they eat leaves? But or? they are also attracted to honey and also foods with a strong odor. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> There's also, if you if you just Google what does a skunk eat, the second question that comes up is, do skunks eat cats? <laughs> skunks don't feed on cats. However, they might attack small kittens that are left unprotected. Oof. My neighborhood yeah. during the pandemic got taken over by skunks. Um, so I just have been hearing them a lot. When they're mating, it's pretty terrifying. They scream and stuff to get mates to come over and stuff. Yeah, they sound really insane. Um, they also eat dogs. Even when they're just kind of like oh. waddling around or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, my number one, I'm going to go with uh, this is a tough one. I'm going to go with like a, a T Rex. I think um, sort of like the classic. Yeah. Like the classic kind of like, if you asked me this as like a six year old, that's probably what my answer would be. Um, <laughs> I think it would be, uh, yeah, they just go to town on some other like coward dinosaur or whatever, I guess. Um, and they have the tiny little arms going. Uh, I think that would be fun. I think it would be nice. <laughs> it would be a, it would be a, it would be a good experience. I think so I'm going to say a T-Rex. Good choice. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. My number one, I'm going to go with Napoleon. Mm. Um, just that little freak, uh, you know, the little goblin, see what he's up to. Because he just does seem like the type of guy that would eat in a weird way. And he had an ulcer, right? So that would probably yeah. mess with his, so he's probably had stomach problems a lot. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going with Napoleon, number one. I think he would be, yeah, I think he would be, he'd have weird, eat, he feels like he'd have weird eating habits to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Well, great top three, Christine. Great to have you back as well. Always a pleasure. Before we go, is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, At the only Bortolin, B-O-R-T-O-L-I-N is my Instagram handle. And I have like a link tree to a bunch of stuff that I'm up to on there. So check it out. There you go. Christine will be putting her, uh, yeah, she'll be putting her anime fan fiction link on there. (laughs) So please check it out. (laughs) Is it still alive? It is, but I, I truly, I'm guarding it with my soul. Oh, it's still live. Okay. Why is it still live? Are you still getting like reactions and stuff on it? Sometimes I still get messages like, Hey, are you coming back to this from 10, 15, 20 years ago? 
Yeah, probably not Ted. The Digimon yeah. people want you back in the game. Yeah. Well, it's the Ranma ones that really push for it. Why'd you kill Ranma and turn him into a ghost? <laughs> I am. I'm gonna find this. I feel like I will. I'm scared. I bet I won't tell. If someone I won't tries. Tell. I won't I tell people. But yeah, our listeners will find it for sure. I'll be honest because they're uh, all kind of like a lot of them are into like anime and stuff. So it's so embarrassing. It's badly written and like, <laughs> but it's fan fiction. Yeah, I think people expect that. Totally. Yeah, and it's very sweet to me. Yeah. So would you do the like uh, that show where you kind of like read stuff you wrote when you were a kid? Would you ever read that on stage? I think I read a portion of one once and uh, it was it was way too detailed into the anime. So, so people were just no like, sense. right, yeah. right, right. OK, well, there you go. Check out Christine, the only Bordelin. You can check mm-hmm. us out on Twitter, and Instagram at Block Party Pod. You can donate to the show at Patreon.com slash Block Party. And we'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.